Hello everybody, it's Friday night and it is Weekender time once more. And on this week's show, we've a very gang-based episode for you. We have gangs of the Old West, we have gangs of bootleggers, we've got gangs of Mega City One, we even have a gang-based prize. From Flags of War, we have the Border Wars Under the Reaver Moon starter set. So if you want a gang of ne'er-do-wells to take part in border reaving action in the 15th century across the Scottish and English borders, then you just need to be a subscriber to the channel, pop a comment below, and you may be lucky enough to pick up that set with everything you need to get started. Otherwise, sit back and relax, because your weekend starts here. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the show. I'm joined this week by Ben Shea and Brother Lloyd. What up? <laughs> through a gentle meander of miniature goodness. How are you keeping, lads? Good, good. I'm all right, but Ben looks like he's been robbed. Yeah, everyone's stolen my stuff. <laughs> it's all been taken yeah. away. Yeah. I, I, technically, I'm stealing from myself. It's all in boxes that I am going to steal. Um, (laughs) gonna reallocate them to somewhere else yeah yeah that'll be the way for today you're in john oliver's white void i am yes yes okay well i'm in i'm in the white void where i can dream up the amount of miniatures that i have behind me rather than have to deal with what i actually have i'm just impressed you managed to get your stuff into boxes to be fair the idea of having to pack mine Stuff away would make me break out in a cold sweat. I, I did realize lie down. I did realize I have a lot more stuff than I thought. Most of it unpainted, but I think that's the the way that everything goes in war games, fine. isn't it? So yeah, yeah. yeah. that's exactly one hundred percent what you should be doing. Yeah. Um, so on that note, because Ben's going to be packing and moving, there won't be a weekender next week. Also, will be at salute. Yeah, it's not but just mostly my it's fault. so he can pack, <laughs> pack and move, pack and move. Um, we will be running a, a live blog from the show, uh, so if you're planning on going to salute, you'll be able to see us there, uh, crawling all over people's tables and licking them. Oh, uh, which yes. is what you do oh. at salute. Mm. If you've not had the chance to visit, you can still get tickets. You can still come down. It's uh, the biggest one day show in the UK. Yep. Um, I'm not sure how many other shows that have grown up based on a small club's uh, annual convention have got to the point that Salute have got to anywhere else in the world, never mind the UK. Um, Yeah. If you're into your minis, it's like the one to go to to get the biggest haul. Yes, very much so. You see people leaving with three backpacks on. Like, how Mm. they wear three Mm. backpacks, I don't know, but you see it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm looking forward to trying to get my hands on one of these um, Salute Vikings. Yeah, very yeah. good for Saga, for example, because yeah. uh, it is the the fiftieth, the big big five zero golden big anniversary. One. Anybody who was at the first one, uh, remember to take your tablets now. It's Warfarin time. It is after all after six pm. Is anybody <laughs> from the first one still alive and in the club? Oh, there's got so, to that's be. a good question. I yeah. imagine so. Uh, because you know what war gamers are like, they cling on in there <laughs> relentlessly. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So yeah, we'll be there uh, having a chat with whoever's around. I know there's going to be designers at Google. Um, yeah, games being shown off. So mm. yeah, well, interesting stuff. 
we're going to unleash gonna... we're going to unleash Jerry on all of the um all of the sort of uh, games that you can take part in and that kind of thing and showing up all the tables and stuff like that which will be really fun so, where yeah. I've already got the program I've been going through it yes. seeing who's doing what <laughs> going I wanted to we did it previously go down yeah. through the list go these look interesting and then I then take a walk around the hall and go here's ones that didn't seem interesting based on the description because mm-hmm. you've only got a one line description in the program but then you see it at the day and you go, oh my God, this is amazing. <laughs> Jerry has exacting standards. I it? really so, do have yeah. exacting standards. <laughs> People will be surprised, but I do have standards. Low though they may be on occasion, <laughs> I do have standards. Anyway, so yes, um, if you're there, come say hello. Uh, if you're in the pub on Saturday night, come buy me a drink. I'm not proud. <laughs> I'll drink anything. Uh, otherwise, uh, we'll be keeping you up to date with what's happening at Solis through the live blog. And then uh, in the weeks afterwards, there'll be uh, videos going out of some of the interviews that we do with various peeps as yeah. well. It's yeah, because I believe you're going to run a slightly different format. We are going to have live blog, but it's not going to be as video heavy this this year's. Yes. Yeah, the, we'll still be taking all the videos, but uh, because our editor sloped off with a heart attack, the <laughs> work, I guess, um, it means we'll uh, we'll be doing a lot of the editing afterwards. So yeah, we'll be putting yeah. the videos out later on. It also means we will do sort of longer format videos rather than the, the sort of the five minute, five minute sort segment of kind of things. Bite sized ones. Um, so yeah, we'll we'll drop those out in the, the coming weeks. Uh, so yeah, and enough of that. Let's get on with the show. It's the most important part of the show, apart from me talking about getting free drinks at Salute, which I think is fairly important anyway to begin with. <laughs> but uh, it is, of course, time for the Indie of the Week. Ooh. This week, because I'm, uh, I'm me. Uh, I'm actually going to do two. Oh. One of them is very, very short, though. Okay. I will throw out. It's are the most you important you, thing is, are I you, you the, I am or, very much Are me. you sure you're not the ghost of Christmas present? Sure uh, <laughs> well, I'll go one, I'll go one better. <laughs> You'll see in a second. Uh, the very first thing is, uh, not me. Oh, yes. But uh, <laughs> he's a handsome chap. So um, this is just a very brief little update. Um, so Tabletopper. Dot NL, so Dutch website mm-hmm. has got this uh, Evert Ord uh, figure. He was a, a keen war gamer in the Netherlands, um, passed away after a very, very short um, battle with cancer. And they've decided to make this uh, figure as a, a sort of a tribute for him. So KWF is the, uh, the Dutch uh, sort of society. cancer society. Yeah. Um, Sculpted uh, by the uh, oh Paul Hicks, completely Paul sculptor. Hicks. Thank you very much. <laughs> just uh, in one ear and out the other. Paul Hicks sculpted this, and then Tin Rose have very kindly made the molds and done two hundred castings. So it is limited, um, but the the proceeds all go to the Dutch Cancer Society. So if you want a little bit of a different figure um, to show a bit of support and also mm-hmm. to uh, paint a majestically bearded man in a kilt on the tabletop. Um, it's a, a, a great cause and a I w- beautiful figure as well. I was thinking this would be perfect to have alongside like Dad's Army or something. So if you've got some of those models. Would I be, do would have be all of those models. Yeah, 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 thank you. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, great for that. Or to drop him beside uh, Christopher Lee as uh, mm-hmm. 
as a, a an observer of some description, so or an ossifer type. But yeah, just a, a really interesting little figure. Um, and like I say, a great cause as well. <laughs> so very much. So. That's my little bonus one, which isn't in the show notes. That's just there to confuse people. Um, but the the main one that I want to take a look at this week is Barrage. Now, um, how big are these pictures, and how annoyed is Lloyd going to be? Well, look how big the text is. <laughs> annoyingly, <laughs> annoyingly, the pictures are of decent size oh, um, okay, because I no. wasn't one hundred percent certain who was going to be in this, whether it would be Lloyd <laughs> or Warren. So, um, mostly do resin train. Uh, they do have a, have a few other little bits and pieces in there that we'll uh, we'll get to. Um, we'll take a look at the war mats first because uh, they're quite nice, pricey though, but they are you know absolutely spanking textured mats. Oh. There's a company in America do something very similar, and again similar sort of price where they're all sort of bespoke. Wow made things the, the frosty mat is particularly nice i really like the grass mat though and i'd seen it before from like i say an american company um but they're never in stock is, mm. is my major issue with trying to get my hands on these things so if i opened that one the grassy war games mat i mean oh that is very oh, good actually that's very nice, yeah. It, yeah. it's it's beautiful um it's one of these things where if you've got the cash and you want to have a really really nice display mat i have a green cloth mat and it's so vividly green it's uh i mean it's kermit it, green it, it, is, it, is it one of the old games workshop it's one of the old games workshop <laughs> yeah, yeah, ones yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> which are so vibrant that no grass has ever existed in nature <laughs> in is that it like color. mountain dew oh yes. it's, yeah it's very much it's yeah, but they exactly. feel nice they it, feel yeah, nice. it feels great yeah. it's like a, it's like when you've had a number one haircut that is, yeah, 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 yeah. It's like that, and then being sprayed green, like some sort of river in New York <laughs> for St. Patrick's Day. It's very similar in color to that. Yeah. Anyway, um, like I say, they, they only do a few. They are pricey. They do look fantastic, though. However, you're really, saying they're mats, really though. Do they are they roll up? Do they, are they? Oh, yeah. able to be rolled up and stuff. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, right. You can see it in the back of this one here, where oh, yeah. it's it's just sort of disappearing up into the mountainous regions mm. with all your hills and folds. In it, it was so just it, with the with the snowy one. It looked like there was a little bit more like extra detail worked into it and stuff. Texture. So. They are yeah. textured. You will you'll probably lose a bit over time, but then right. Yeah. Any of those mats that have some form of stuff attached to it even yeah. the static grass mats <laughs> like the gw1 will sort of flake. yeah my, G, my gw1's quite bold in places it's bold so. in places oh yeah. dear what terrible shame mm -hmm. um but that's just where the hills go <laughs> but the buildings oh lorks a lordy i love the buildings Ooh. uh we only have a few in the french and indian war so i'll have a look at those first uh like i say resin cast and all of the stuff on raj's website comes in two flavors um paint it yourself or they will paint it for you to what they call war games quality, which is, you know, base coat, dry brush, wash, that type of thing. Pretty much what you're seeing in the pictures here. Yeah. Um, so if you don't have the time to get involved in doing uh, the actual painting yourself, and, you know, not everybody has the time to, to get yeah. their, their tabletop done. Time is money, friend, as the Goblin with Warcraft would say. Uh, it means you can't get it pre-done for you. However, it's terrain. Let's break out a big house decorating brush. Exactly. Slap that paint on it. Yeah. Every every one that you paint yourself allows you to buy an extra building. That's how I look at it. <laughs> really fill your tabletop. 
Can you just look at the comparison between the prices again? Yes, I can if you want. So, unpainted. Yeah. It's not that much more, essentially, to get the painted one then. That's quite good. It it depends where you're you're coming from, I suppose. Uh, Where are we? Because some of the little ones are are very cute indeed. Let's have a look at our log church. I don't know what it is, but the... um, French Indian War at the moment. I think it's probably because there's a couple of companies have started pushing stuff out for them. Mm. Might be attracting me to it. There's some really nice miniatures have come out of late, including um, the Last of the Mohicans esque miniatures. Oh, is that the stuff from North Star? Mm. They've been doing, mm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm. <laughs> do they have those funky shaped weapons? Yes, they do. the The big clubs, the big mm. brutal looking clubs. Those ones. Yeah. Yeah. Some of them do. Some of them just have muskets. Hence the name Muskets and Tomahawks. But like I say, the uh, the French Indian War stuff is nice. Obviously, it would work for American War of Independence as well. And, yeah, you know, yeah. a lot, well, even up to the American Civil War, they they like to keep their log buildings. The, the most mm-hmm. of them are still kicking around today with little notes on them going, this, mm-hmm. this hut once hid a man for 15 days while being pursued by badgers or something That's like that. That's it. <laughs> America had like the world's biggest log building. It was like a museum. It was ginormous. <laughs> was that the one that was made out of what looked to be redwood yeah. Logs. Yeah. Absolutely ginormous. Yeah, yeah it was ridiculous. There, there's burnt. one for people to start Googling at home whenever they get bored listening to us witter on. But it burnt down. Oh. I think they kind of rebuilt it, but not exactly the same. It, it's great when you see two kids standing beside it and they're smaller than the <laughs> trunk of the tree that's been God. made into the first level of the, <laughs> the first course. Anyway, um, Asian Pacific have some really nice stuff in here for people getting involved in both uh, Vietnam, Korea, and World War One, uh, so you get things like the um, Japanese wow. fortifications, but then also the the various bamboo houses and stuff. And the steel f- pillbox is so cool. I didn't realize they did, they did those. That's- they did, and they uh, they rusted like bejesus. God, there must you have know. been like ovens in there as well. I imagine so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's never a good place to be yeah. at the best we of time. To, but- we don't need to shoot them. We'll just let them slowly cook over just the- <laughs> leave them inside to broil <laughs> yeah. that's you're a terrible man we all thought that you were the nice one here which right. you're well, about. you got flamethrowers in the pacific oh, just that's you know, very true outside, yeah speed up. up the process a bit yeah yeah, mm. yeah. Cook, cook them <laughs> off uh but the things like this there's a few companies talking about doing um vietnam based games mm-hmm. at the moment or you know rubicon have been talking for a little while and i'm 68 and I think um, Work and Raid has been working on one f- on and off for a bit as well. So I'm I'm expecting to see a sort of a, a burgeoning of Vietnam-based games. Mm. Things always seem to go in cycles, and all of a sudden, every company releases one at the same time, like uh, disaster films in Hollywood. You know, yes. you just you wait all year, and then That's they it. come along at once. Where was Rambo Four set? Oh, it would have been much much later on. Wow. Um, I'm trying to remember where it was. It was terrible anyway. <laughs> really bad. But you can see there, nice level of detail on the, the castings as well. Yeah, plenty of space to play around with your miniatures, which is nice. Yeah. So, yeah. I did answer a question about some of the buildings that I had because I was wondering whether or not they were solid resin or if they had hollow interiors and stuff. Oh, hollow interiors, like hollow. yeah. Yeah, because so. yeah, they're, they're gaming pieces primarily. Mm-hmm. So uh, nicely good. detailed, but you can still get inside them to uh, 
cram whole squads of VC in there and wait in ambush uh, for whatever poor suckers come in for a Zeppo raid. Do a bit of Tropic Thunder as well. You could do Tropic Thunder. You could you could break out the seven TV rules. Yes. Oh my god. And, uh, and play Tropic actually, Thunder. Yeah. <laughs> Just like a dude playing a dude playing another dude. <laughs> <laughs> but I really I really love these because it's a unique style that we don't see. Yeah, much. you don't tend to see these, do you? Wattle and Daub, standard wood, you know, plastered. We get all of those all the time, but these woven. Um, the palm leaves and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Pacific sort of uh, unique buildings. We, mm-hmm. we just don't see them. And they are absolutely. That's really cool. Yeah. Absolutely clinker. Sham. Uh, speaking of clinkers, little boats as well so your junks and your houseboats do aquatic which, attacks i mean if, if you're going to be playing especially if you're playing vietnam all mm. down the uh the brown river then having a bunch of boats or having a village set up with a load of boats in the uh docked along or moored oh, then just just burn a uh, ptr boat up i gotta get two of these boats to sail past each other so i can just shout i love doing wall street <laughs> anyway <laughs> so yeah the the asian pacific uh buildings as well absolutely gorgeous um and the biggest by far is uh european, european houses again a rake of different bits and pieces but i'm going to start off with this because i really like this that i is like cool. that too um, mm. so if you want to play in paris or uh other bits and pieces like the defense of Berlin, you've got your um, your metro or underground sort of entrances. Like and it's a really simple concept. Mm. It's really weird the way they've made the steps actually look like they're going down. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's huh. a good piece of kit and adds a bit of um, obstacle blocking terrain in the middle of your tabletop without it just being another rubbly thing or it's a it's a good place or, for your units to spawn and also be in cover at the same time that's true so, yeah. rather than just appearing somewhere on the edge of the board so yeah or for objective based games you know yeah, yeah. attempting to get out through the uh the betra mm. or into it you know that's that's your your objective simple but effective stuff Very get, a bit of, get, a, get a bit of fanta black on that oh mm. yeah <laughs> So when you're wargaming, you can look into the void. <laughs> must be a must be hollow. I can't see anything down there. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, metro side, um, you have a variety of buildings from the medieval onwards, which are obviously great for doing things like saga, for example. Mm. We're getting closer to playing a game of saga online, are we? <laughs> Just checking. oh good times so as i'm saying wattle and dog buildings we get those all over the place everybody likes a bit of wicker wicker and brick and away you go Mm. very nice the other thing as well that's always nice about this kind of stuff is that because architecture in europe hasn't necessarily changed over the course of you know, 100, 200 years or something, 
some of the big things churches have like been kicking around for quite some time yeah. yeah so you know you can use these across a whole host of different periods of warfare which is kind of cool mm. so i like this because it has um, a very mediterranean feel to it so good for obviously anything world war ii in europe but also it wouldn't look out of place if you stuck it on a tabletop for blood plunder or mm. Mexican War or things like that as well. So yeah, very true. Yeah. Well, the different color schemes there, you very quickly go from Ita- Italy to like somewhere further down, like like where I was, the Balearics, mm. <laughs> with your slingers. Slinger All those holiday snaps of your Balearics, because yeah. in because in the Balearics they go with the brown tiles. You know, you think of the red tiles on the roofs, yeah. but all the tiles in, in the Balearics were brown. Depends on the the mud you have to hand when it comes to kicking <laughs> off your clay tiles, I suppose. I suppose so. so yeah. yeah. Do you have red clay? No. Oh, wow. Well, you unlucky. can actually get the inside as well. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. Which is nice again for playing internally. Seems like a place where someone would go for shelter and get immediately stabbed. Out of the way. So <laughs> this yeah. is the way. Uh, have a quick look at some of the bits and pieces for your defense line. Ah, uh-huh. so some little bunkers or anti-tank nests. Nest. My particular favorite. Oh the butt plug. God. The single person <laughs> air raid shelter. Or that is correct, plug. Lloyd. Yes. Or the butt plug, yeah. Yeah. You might need one if you're... Uh... <laughs> You're I mean, laughing, but that's the perfect size when you look at the mini. <laughs> <laughs> Can't bring them anywhere, can you? <laughs> oh, dear. The thing is, could you imagine you hear the air raid going and then you have to get into this where you're practically you're touching the walls and you're yeah. thinking, oh, I mean, I really, I really hope that nothing comes anywhere near me because yeah. how much, how much safer would you be? God. I mean, theoretically, yes, but at the same time, let me out, please. I like how they have valiantly tried to put slopes on the top so that the bomb might glance off. Mm. <laughs> I mean, did uh, you say the bomb would glance off or the bomb? What did you say? Yes. But, uh, whichever one you want, Lloyd, whichever yeah, one you want. Don't engage, don't engage. <laughs> and even little, uh, little carts as well. Just need to throw Just some hair there and John Wayne on the top, and away you go yeah. for the longest day. Mm. Just run up a hill. Nice little bits and pieces that kind of add a little more character to uh, your uh, your tabletops. Yeah, and I mean, there's again, you've got other bits and pieces in there with um, uh, vehicles and boats. So there are some little booties. Oh, I, I saw that they had some like historical images underneath mm. one of those. If you go back to the single person air raid one, do they actually have some historical images of that underneath or at all? Alas, no, I don't believe. Oh, oh they do. Oh, there you go. Oh, there, there you go. go. Wow. And the actual schematics for it. If you Shocking. want to build one at home. Yeah. In case, in case you're worried. Yeah. <laughs> in case you're worried. Uh, Viking ships. Soviet Viking landing area. craft. And. Uh, other parts so a whole range of wow craft if you want to do your d-day or just river crossings mm-hmm. um a submarine base assault perhaps. yeah, yeah. <laughs> i you know if i've got a, a u-boat that's yeah could be done could be done oh, i like this I like these guys in the in their dinghies those guys in their dinghies do they do the guys in the dinghy as part of it uh yeah contains eight figures yeah so to be rowing along 
you too can do your river crossings. So apart from all the bits and pieces of resin mm-hmm. that you can see there, also crude streets and the like, they also do a set of rules. Ah, cool. Now, these are interesting. Rattenkrieg. Uh, oh, that's not working. Oh. But I got into earlier, so how did I get into earlier? It looked like it was going to work. Let's give it more time. There we there go. You go. Now, this is interesting. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Because they wanted a game that was simple to play right. slash fun. Look at the page count. But they also wanted something that was had the complexity and accuracy of something more approaching a historical simulation. And so you get this. Now, obviously, I would prefer this to be in some form of book. Written context, yeah. That I can flick through. (laughs) Um, But 210 pages, you ain't. (laughs) <laughs> oh, I have absolutely no problem with that at all. Um, but as you can see, it is a comprehensive platoon-based game. So you're thinking bolt action sort of scale, if people are already familiar with bolt action. Um, you know. But it has a lot of additional details oh in God. here. So if if you've been playing bolt action for a while, it's a very simple game. Uh, it's abstracted to hell and back. Um, one of the things they looked at was, you know, when you look at historical accuracy, this is for 156 scale gaming, so essentially 28 mil. When you look at weapon ranges, they don't work in bolt action. Everything is compressed. Um, yeah, because everything should be able to hit everything. Everything should be. Yeah. A pistol might yeah. not be able to reach from corner to corner. Yeah. But 28 mil, um, in this it will. So you've got a whole other world of hurt there if somebody can see you and they've got a gun you're getting shot uh so it uh it's really a case of don't just don't don't be visible when there's a man with a gun opposite you um i've not had a chance to dive into this completely yet i've just been sort of starting to have a glance through it (laughs) i've I've no problem with 210 page robux i've quite a lot of them around me in various Mm -hmm. scales that i've never i've never had one for this scale of game so you know large scale skirmish platoon level um but when we were looking at some of those other bits and pieces i could see how this could be extrapolated to do hell in the pacific or vietnam because there are things like um smart scenery so this is a great example when you're looking at those buildings and you're going okay um you can look inside you can lift the top off and there are people in there type of thing um as they say here it doesn't look like there's anybody in this sort of greenery uh, but they've actually built the tree line to be ah. left off so you could actually have hidden things that's cool um, very nice they have these mojones, uh these markers which I, th- I think is spanish for cairns um because they can be used like waypoints when you're moving you essentially oh. set a track down however okay. it's apparently according to urban dictionary it also means like a submarine like turd that will block the toilet so i'm sure uh Sure, Lloyd is loving that. Uh, so you've got a you've got a depth of tactical orders as well. You've got a dirty mind, boy. He does. I do not. Um, where you're you're attempting to set out uh, your your platoon 
to navigate areas, there are certain areas that, you know, armor and vehicles won't be able to access as easily as infantry. Um, it's an incredibly in-depth game. The shell that, impacts on an armor plate with the thickness of 100 millimeters with a slope of zero degrees. Exactly. Oh my God. Tigers <laughs> had a lot of armor. T-34s yeah. had less armor, but slope T-34, better armor, hence Panther. You know, um, and, and even things like this, the, the idea Jeez. where on a six by four table or an eight by four table, when you're, you're looking, I mean, 200 inches would be much, much larger. You're, you're talking like, what, nine, yeah. 10 yeah. foot, you know? So that last image of a, a target with the, the, the tank in it, you're still it's going to be very difficult for you to miss much more likely is you're going to be actually, if you've got an anti-tank gun, you're going to be looking at the first image. So distance isn't an issue. Movement is the issue. Right. And therefore how fast the vehicle has been moving is <clears throat> whether or not you can track quickly enough, because when something's up close and the reticules like there, you know, it doesn't take much before it's gone. Yeah. And yeah. So you're having to track and therefore that's the, the issue when it comes to targeting, uh, uh, which I really like because I'm, I'm that type of person. Um, so it's a fascinating rule set and it's free for people who might want to try a different style of game with the miniatures they already have. Um, there's, there's so much in there wow. that I'm going to have to spend some time picking it apart just to see what else you can do. Some of it looks very, very dense. However, I think that's just because it's first sort of glance and you're looking at it going, okay, well, what does this actually mean? Um, but you can see here that they, they sort of break down every chapter into subsequent sections. Uh, and then there are also play test areas where it goes, well, here's, here's how this actually plays out in game terms. Um, so I like things like this where, you know, you have dead zones. If just because you happen to be in the second story of a window, of a building doesn't mean you're actually going to be able to hit people behind that thing because they're just going to be because in actual fact you wouldn't be able to see them yeah yeah so for yeah. people who are after more than a simple set of rules where they want the realism and tactical complexity of actually playing a a, a game of modern sort of warfare out um i think this could be a really interesting set of rules to play on also this is quite good your combat stance so you get a minus one combat stance if somebody's shooting you in the back unlucky you're not dodging that because you don't know they're coming therefore there's a minus one however if they're sort of side on then they're um a neutral they're they're tucked in they're in a relatively concealed combat stance but they're not paying attention if they're looking at you then they're more likely to go oh he's about to shoot me in the face i'm going to move um so things like that arcs of fire change depending on the weapon you're using so okay. Uh, snipers with uh, a scope weapon at like four times magnification of a very tight field of fire, field of vision. Whereas somebody with like a, a machine gun running forward will have a 360 degree vision. However, if they're planning on shooting a 180, because they're only really going to be focusing on what they can hit. Whereas if you're just chunking it forward, you can be looking all around you, not really so, paying attention. So, so. Somewhere, someone who's playing Battletech is going, my game's complicated. And then they're, they're going, oh, you've not played Rattenkrieg. <laughs> I, honestly, I think it's uh, I, I think it's really fascinating. I'm, I'm looking forward to playing amazing. a game. Amazing. Yeah. Yeah, um, the thing is, it's, it's built by a, a group of obviously dedicated gamers because it's coming out of a club, hasn't it? 
Yeah, it's, it's so the, they've probably played it quite a lot. They may not have got a lot of games in, but they've probably played it quite a lot. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, it, it started off where they'd been playing a lot of World War Two based games and going, well, this game has this, but it doesn't have this, this, and this. This game yeah. has Arcs of Fire, but doesn't it, have it feels like it's control. Gr- and, it feels like it's grown out of house rules, and then eventually they just gone bollocks. Let's just write our own set. Just, just write, well, <laughs> actually, it, it came out of they found a, a set of um, tank rules that right. had a lot of bits and pieces that it's like, well, what if we change this from being just a tank-based game to being a and smaller everything. scale, <laughs> but combined arms, so you've got your your infantry and the like, which is why I think it's it's sort of set for the platoon-level skirmish, because if you're only going to be playing with a small number of men, you can have a more... You can have that depth of rules and stuff. Depth, yeah. yeah, exactly. Um, mm. So, yes. So that's why I thought we should take Impressive. a I mean, if nothing else, it's worth it for a free set of rules. Well, yeah. I can see a lot of people downloading those and spending the weekend reading that. So, I mean, um, I do like being able to push up to a building to get cover. Like, you can't shoot me because I'm directly below you now. Yeah, and if if you stick your head out the window to shoot me, somebody's going to take that off. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So there's a lot to dive into in it a ton to dive into um if i could get my hands on a printed version i would be in heaven uh, as i as i'll have to do that screwy thing on a computer oh. i'm not going to be happy the but. thing that i do appreciate is that even though it looks like a textbook they've mm. put in lots of diagrams and images and and all that kind of thing and broken it up nicely so it's presented in a in a, in a good mm. way um, have you got online banking jerry I do, and it's very annoying. Why? Because ah, I got a free tablet out of HSBC last week. Because uh, I was mentioning to them, can the banking app be put on a tablet? And they went, yeah, and we'll give you one for free. So I'm just saying, go and scab one for your bank, maybe. <laughs> you might be able to scab one. I'm, I'm sure there'll be somebody who can just print this for me. I just turn up and I just want go, I this, want this for, out. for banking, when in actual fact, I want this to be sitting on the blog reading these rules. <laughs> look, look at this. Look, snipers wearing cabo, can't spot them. This poor pleb in the middle of a field, not wearing camo, standing up, going to get one in the face. <laughs> anyway, yes, barrage miniatures, a fantastic set of resin. Wow. And a amazing set of free rules as well. Yeah, definitely. Check them out. Mm-hmm. Swish. Well, let's do the swish before it gets awkwardly quiet, though. Coming to you from the center of Northwestern Europe. Covering board games, war games, card games, and all that you love. It's the news. <laughs> okay, we are back to take a look at the news. We're going all wicky wicky wah wah and a bit yes. boardwalk empirey. Yes, we are. Mm. So, Great Escape games have got multiple gangs from multiple systems coming at you all they at do. once. Yeah, so uh, Great Escapes Games are uh, going to be um, adding a couple of new gangs into both Dead Man's Hand, which is a favourite of, of Jerry's, if, mm. you, if you know him well, mm. and uh, and also The Chicago Way. Um, so starting off with The Wild West, um, we have two gangs. The first of these is The Boys. Um, so you've got the, uh, the old rancher there in the middle who was trying to look for some people to help him move some cattle. And couldn't find anybody, so he got the boys from the local school to help him. <laughs> sure. You're telling me he's not some sort of Wild West Fagan with a bunch of thieving little kids working for him? I think that's him. probably exactly what this is, yeah. <laughs> it does remind me of, have you ever seen that clip of John Wayne talking to the kid fishing? 
And yeah. he was like, I can't swear, but he goes, what age are you? It's about time. I <laughs> winks him in. Yeets him, as I believe the kids say. Yeets I love him. it. Because yeah. yeah. he lifts him right back like this. And yeah. just chucks him. And he, <laughs> and I think that's probably much what's going on here. Uh, but yeah, so you've got a bunch of the the, the, the lads there with uh, a range of different weapons. You've got revolvers, shotguns, and all that kind of thing. I'm fairly sure the kid with the shotgun, when he fires it, gets blown back he is like two feet or something. Far, far away. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but it's a fun little set that kind of mm. takes things in a different direction. And one of the nice things about this and the other set we're going to be seeing, well, actually all of the sets is they come with their own sort of special rules and faction stuff yeah. in them. So they'll they'll be themed around the the models that you've got, which I think is really nice. Uh, I'd be the, so annoyed if one of these little pricks shot me. <laughs> so annoyed. <laughs> oh. Jump in the air. <laughs> You're 11 years old. <laughs> this is your future. No, I'm just saying. Just saying. Yeah, the, the interesting thing for me about both of these sets is that they're completely new. So yeah. every other set currently is in one of the books. Mm-hmm. So generally they'll release a gang with the rules and the, the updated bits and pieces for them. And then when they've got multiple gangs together, then there'll be a book that will compile them all. So with these mm-hmm. we're seeing for the first time, they're they're exciting and unique and, um, yeah. and have some interesting little the, uh, foibles, shall we the, say. The books might uh, remind you of a recent Netflix film that came out with the nope. old Idris Elba and stuff. So, If, if you say so. <laughs> so you've got some very flash uh, uh, sharpshooters and stuff to throw into your games and uh play around with the kind of like they, the harder they fall themes and that kind of stuff as well which is kind of cool so if you wanted to rock into town and be you know potentially good potentially a little bit evil mm-hmm. obviously a little bit anti-hero kind of thing mm-hmm. and you've got that option there as well for your wild west stuff which is quite nice um and again it's nice to see two very different gangs from the kind of norm that you'd see mm-hmm. uh, sort of stepping away from mm-hmm. You know, your standard cowpokes and, and uh, bandits and that kind of stuff as well. So I was unaware of it. I, I did notice that he had an uh, an Idris Elba-esque name. I did notice <laughs> that, but I was unaware of this TV yeah. series, whereas I was thinking of there was a, a film called Posse right, um, with Mario Van Peebles years ago that was about uh, a, a group of, of black cowboys uh, mm-hmm. up against, oh, what you call them? Billy Zane playing a, a particularly evil southern right. <laughs> scumbag so yeah yeah so it's an interesting interesting uh bunch mm. of people and like you say they have their own specific rules as well type yep. mm-hmm. i think the little kids have got one where it's difficult to shoot them yes. which is always yes, annoying is. yeah yeah <laughs> always annoying we rat you can say that word it's fine yeah. <laughs> Uh, on the other side of things as well, uh, going a little bit sort of Boardwalk Empire and the, with the Chicago way, mm. we have a couple of new uh, sort of mobs of gangsters. So you've got your Peaky Blinders, which to no one's surprise, uh, probably came out of Birmingham. Mm. Uh, <laughs> Do the Peaky Blinders ever actually blind anybody with their peakies? You'd hope they did to not, to get the name. You'd assume like in so, the TV but... show, I don't think I've ever seen it. Did they ever actually yeah. whip their hat off and blind anybody with their hidden razor blades? Uh, it maybe became too complicated to just shot them, I think. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, the kind of the theme behind this is this is that they've headed over the uh, the ocean, the pond, and uh, they've arrived in Chicago ready to make a name for themselves and uh, show everybody why Digbeth is best. 
and why you should respect the people from small heath as they say but uh yeah um no one's going to know what any of those places are but there we go Uh, and then there's also (laughs) yeah this is your neck of the woods we're talking about is it yeah yeah uh, and then there's also the bootleggers as well. Uh, so if you're going to be doing a little bit of uh, uh, rum running and that kind of thing, then you can sort of throw these folks into the mix. Um, they've kind of stepped out of the uh, kind of fringes of society and they're ready to stake a claim on Chicago itself and take control of the streets. Um, the thing that I particularly liked about these models is that they kind of give you like this really interesting, especially from seeing these um, preview versions of the of the painted models, is you get this kind of this challenge you must now learn how to paint pinstripe suits. Oh, <laughs> Very flash. Yeah. And the way is paint pens. <laughs> Just use that. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but I'd love to see some people sort of have a crack at them themselves and see what you do with them. And um, yeah, these come with special rules as well. So you'll have very Peaky Blinder themed stuff uh, for the Birmingham lads and that kind of stuff as well, which is really nice. So yeah, some cool yeah. stuff there. It's mm-hmm. an interesting um, set of set of gangs. Um, Interested in getting into Chicago way. I know one of the guys mm. in our local club, Tony, plays it and keeps talking about playing it. Yeah, me? a couple of people played I've, it around my neck of the woods as well. I guess not, we could put on a play of Chicago, couldn't we? Yeah, yeah, we could, yeah. Are you going to be wearing the, the fishnets and <clears throat> doing the, the Catherine Dieter Joan bits? No, yeah. <laughs> oh, always. It's only, only what he does. My belly's not pretty, but my ass is amazing. <laughs> well, there's a vision that that's I'm not Lloyd's gonna... special rule for uh, Chicago Way. Yeah, right. Well, I'm not not quite as keen on playing Chicago Way anymore. <laughs> his, his dazzling uh, Lloyd shot. <laughs> oh, the Lloyd shot. Yeah, yeah. If you're behind him, you get a minus one there. Well, yes. yeah, yeah, which counteracts the minus or the plus one you would normally get because he's unaware situationally for being shot from the back of the head. Right. Okay. Yeah, anyway, um. Not mm. the only Wild West we're looking at this week. No. Um, so, um, oh, I should also note, those gangs are all going to be available at Salute. So if you want to pick them up, you can pre-order them and all that kind of stuff, or you can just go and hopefully pick them up from the event. Awesome stuff. Next uh, weekend. Another, yeah, another game that is actually going to be available ne- uh, next weekend at Salute is also um, Two Fat Lardies' new Wild West game, uh, which is called What a Cowboy. Um, so if you're interested in uh, diving in and playing around with another one of their fun rule sets, then you can do. Um, the folks at Two Fat Lardies tend to do just really good games that kind of mix together a little bit of the Hollywood with the historical at the same time. Like their sort of vibe has always been to try and kind of move the rules out of the way so you can just have fun mm. with it uh, and this seems to be another game in that kind of vein uh, there's not too many details on it particularly at the moment but i think they might they might start to do some stuff on youtube if they haven't already uh looking at this because they tend to sort of dive in and have a play around with that kind of thing uh but they have got a campaign system worked into this so mm. it's the kind of game where you're going to be building up a little posse of lads uh, and heading out to rob trains and do all that kind of good stuff or maybe stop the people from robbing trains you've got to have somebody playing the good guys mm. i suppose when it comes to a wild west game a little posse um, like we were when we dressed up to go to salute yes way yes. back in the day <laughs> mm. justin and his assless chaps that's never gone yeah. away oh god yeah um so as as well as the rule book, you're also going to be able to pick up the bundles as well. So if you get the bundles, you get the tokens, and you also get the card deck as well to go alongside it and things. Uh, and the book comes with uh, lots of fun um, images and stuff from Jim Ibbotson, and the miniatures were painted by John Savage. So you've got a nice, glossy 
rule book to dive into and have a little bit of fun with. If we see this on the tabletop at Salute, it'd be fun to sort of dive in and see what it's all about, I think, because uh, Wild West is quite the thing at the moment, I think. Yeah. And, Presumably uh, yeah, it, it runs the same system as what a tanker, hence the name what a assume, cowboy. I would, I would assume so, that they yeah. use a kind of shared DNA, but uh, yeah, we'll see. So That'd be interesting yeah. how they how they take that sort of structure and change it from being, you know, a handful of tanks aside to being multiple yeah. multiple tiny men running yeah. around going pew 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 into the air. I'm I'm always a fan of their kind of tongue in cheek game design and, and the titles they have for their games and stuff. Very cool. My one <laughs> my one hope is it does not have random movement. Oh god. Oh, no, geez, I don't like that now. I hate random no. random movement. If I have to roll to move, I will simply just do the average. <laughs> oh I would never get near the average. Just yeah. go one, 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 one. Oh, and then I'm routed 18 inches away and say, like, oh, yeah. there's all my turns have been completely undone in one bad round of combat. Awkward. But it has to be random movement. They're all pissed in the West. Oh, yeah, that's, that's true. true. <laughs> so it's just a stagger check. Staggering, <laughs> staggering around the place. Oh, you roll a D6 and you roll a, a um, direction dice from the old Warhammer and you see which way you go. Uh, yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> That's Shocking. why all of Lloyd's people keep falling into rivers and stuff. <laughs> that makes sense. Anyway, right. Uh, leaving the Old West behind mm. and taking a look at the newest faction for Conquest. Oh, yeah. The city-states mm. are getting a, a bit of a bump. Yeah, so uh, a whole host of new stuff coming out for the city-states, which is their kind of ancient Greek-themed army with its own classic parabellum twist on it as people will have known by now they've done romans they've done vikings and now greeks are the the focus as would make sense for a company <laughs> based out of Basically greece, but there greece you go. Yeah. um so yeah so you've got a couple of new hero models stepping into the mix so they've got the uh Doriolites there which are your kind of um sort of i guess you'd say sort of like low ranking style officers yeah. kind of thing uh, sort of fighting away with their spears and stuff at the ready, looking exceptionally cool as always. Um, there's just something amazing about the aesthetic of hoplites and kind of Greek soldiers. Um, and so I think taking that to like the next level and giving it like a fantasy spin is just amazing. Mm. Um, and I, I love all the kind of work that's gone into the design of this faction in particular. I, I was kind of won over by things like the, a lot of the new Dwegholm stuff, <laughs> some of the Nords. I think the city-states, especially in the scheme that uh, you guys came up with for these, which is kind of a bit Spartan. Oh, yeah. It looks amazing. Mm. Spartan meets uh, Stormtrooper. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's lovely. Yeah. I quite, like the, uh, yeah. Okay. I quite like the owl as well. That yes. Touch yeah. of uh, Athena. Athena in there, which is kind of mm. cool. Uh, you've also It'd got- It'd be kind of uh, cool if you could throw the owl off the shield so it could fly off and do its <laughs> snooping and then come back. Yep, yes. Yes. <laughs> you you do that. Little we've, mechanical owl. Yeah. Oh, 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 oh. yeah, yeah. So uh, you've, you've also got But if the, it came out of his shield, that'd be cool, because it'd be like um be like sound wave ejecting tapes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, it would. Okay, grant that. Uh, as, <laughs> well, as, as well as the Doriolites, you've also got the Lakagos as well. So again, these are kind of like your sort of lower level style heroes, but these are the kind of warriors that hang around with the the kind of upper echelons of uh, city-states military orders and that kind of thing. And so they'll be able to filter down the orders to the rest of your troops and that kind of stuff. Um, so really good for coordinating your different um, regiments and stuff on the tabletop, which is quite nice. Again, going with that sort of mythological thing with the Gorgon 
uh, emblem on the mm. shield, which I think is just amazing. Um, I like the idea that like maybe he was able to kill one of them in order to sort of secure that and get that shield or something as a kind of like a an honourable uh, prize or something for his efforts and things. But uh, you'd have yeah. to paint the inside of that shield all shiny then. You do. So you've got to have, have a mirror. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but another stunning miniature that mm. again kind of shows off that really nice uh, sort of blend of the sort of classic ancient armor of the Greeks, but then with that kind of almost high-tech fantasy. High-tech, yeah. yeah, yeah, the high-tech fantasy stuff that you get from uh, the city-states. Um, Chalking Day, I was talking to uh, Constantinos about that very thing in the Parabellum Spotlight yesterday. So It's all interlinked. Everything. It's all wheels <laughs> within wheels. Uh, you then got uh, two new sets of um, sort of, uh, elite troops for you to drop into your armies. Uh, so this is a dual kit, so it makes both of them. Um, so you've got the Thoracites and the Agema, uh, mm. which you can use in your games. So swap out spears from your phalanx and instead throw in uh, sword-armed fellows, but still rocking those big round shields that everybody loves. Um, so one of the big things about running around in a phalanx is that it's pretty hard to manoeuvre mm. uh, and fighting sort of rough terrain and that kind of thing. So you want people with swords and shields at the ready to kind of fill in the gaps and sort of fight over rough terrain and that kind of stuff. And that's where these come into the, uh, the come into the deal. Um, you've got the kind of thoracites there, which are kind of like, you're still just standard troopers, essentially, mm. with the kind of open helms and that kind of thing. And then you've got the Agema, who are your kind of elite troops that serve as like bodyguards and stuff for some of the higher-ups within uh, city-states um, uh, society. Love that kind of like immortal vibe to yeah, the helmet. Yeah, oh, helm, yeah. Which is just amazing. Uh, and again, just looking absolutely stunning. Um, if you were somebody who was kind of like on the fence for faction, I, I would recommend looking at the city-states in particular, because I think, I mean, it's it's the shiniest and newest thing. Yes, yeah. <laughs> so of course it's going to be the most beautiful. <laughs> it's also, and like I said at the time, I'm positive that, They've only come out as like the sixth faction because they wanted to make sure that they'd got all the manufacturing processes yeah. ironed out I before they so. started doing make Greeks. The Greeks yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, you know, if you'd done the Greeks first and ruined them, they'd be just really annoyed. But nobody yeah. cares about Andrew Kingdoms. <laughs> nobody cares about Northern Europe. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, so again, an amazing collection of new miniatures there that'll kind of build up what you've already got for your city-states armies. You've kind of got the basics of everything that came out with the first wave, and now it's starting to move towards a little bit more of the elite stuff um, mm. for the city-states there as well. Um, that's not all, though, for Conquest, because there's also new Hundred Kingdom stuff yeah. as well. Uh, they get a new Order of Knights um, charging into battle. Um, so Ashen. The, the, yeah, the Order of the Ashen Dawn. Um, so if you're looking to um, charge forth on your charges, uh-huh, <laughs> uh, then you have these options to do so. They are a very dour um, sort of knightly order that are dealt uh, that deal with kind of like the monsters and all sorts of things that live out there in the wilds of uh, the world of uh, Congress yeah. yeah. and Ear. Yes, yeah, so that I was trying to remember it is Ear. Yes, <laughs> so, something one wanted me to say Panathor, but that's only because I've been looking at Kings of War stuff recently. That was why. So. <laughs> Makes sense. Uh, but they also like look after the darkest treasures and all that kind of stuff um, that uh, have been claimed from the enemy. And as you can see, I think what's really nice about these is that they're all very individual. So they have that kind of chivalric feel to them where they're all from sort of different houses and families and that kind of thing that have worked together, you know, as part of this mm. order. Um, especially when you look at their face masks and stuff. I think they're, yeah. they're, they're wonderful. And, so. and they almost... Um... 
reliquy like yeah, the, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know d- dress up a a dead member of the faction in gold and <laughs> stick it on the top of the standard and they shall look Uncle's after still us. with us yep. yeah that's <laughs> how you that's how you get the saints yeah. to keep you uh keep you going yeah but it's nice to see more of the hundred kingdoms chapters mm-hmm. actually coming out as well because they've talked about some of them in the background, they've talked about some of them in the lore, uh, as hinted at what sort of things they get up to and who's in charge of what. Um, yeah. And up until now, it's it's just been a case of you know the household cavalry or the crimson uh, crimson tower. I think have been the first, yeah, um, the first unit one. that actually got a, a specific set. So it's nice to see another set coming mm-hmm. out because they're always going. There's these guys over here, and maybe they're a bit, mm, they're a little bit way. Um, but you don't want to meet them in a dark alley. They're terrible. So I, I like seeing them. Um, what, what their what their <laughs> conceptualized versions are, uh, yeah. especially when you see it things should, like that. It should also be noted that while obviously these are great regiments to drop into last argument of kings, hmm. all of these can be used in first blood. So if you want yeah. to get a taste for the game and you want to like dive into that world, first blood's a really good way to do that and play the skirmish game. In particular, those those Order of the Ashen Dawn knights. They can be taken individually as officers in First Blood. Mm. So you can actually have like one of the Order of the Ashen Dawn leading your sort of like band of um, sort of miscreants or something, uh, sort of rampaging around the kingdoms trying to hunt down dark treasures and that kind of stuff. So yeah, very cool. Sweet. Uh, if you're interested in finding out more about Conquest as well or getting involved if you're you're thinking about playing it, um, The Living World is currently running a new event so the living world is over on the parabellum website if you sign up they've got a big map and then every week or couple of weeks there'll be something happening on it and it's the storyline advances and people get to vote so they'll they'll give you like a a bit of a fluff text about somebody and they're doing something and then at the end it might be you know do you want this guy to invade Lords, or do you want this guy to make peace? And Ooh, I like that. They tally it up and they they progress the storyline that way. But every so often, they do a big event, and the big event is called the Awakening, uh, where the Old Dominion something is going on a little bit, a little bit creepy. Um, so, if you're interested in shaping the actual world and and where the story goes, because uh, well, they have an idea of the overarching story, um, the the players actually get to define exactly how these things turn out and the uh, the direction that the the writers take the the story forward that's awesome so yeah, yeah. if you're interested in that and playing with some undead rumens then uh, you can get involved in the awakening at the moment i'll be running for the next few weeks also if you turn to events the parabellum app you can also get yourself a blood red chicken to use in your game as a weird monster so you know you can. why yeah. would you not want to learn more about exactly what i said there so I mean. <laughs> that's very true sounds I'm, appealing i'm hoping they're at ukge to be fair i'm hoping that, that they haven't disappeared by the time we arrive because i know be cool. they've got two yeah. tournaments on at ukge this year mm-hmm. so you're going to turn up and go show us your chicken it, it's it's a little mound of skulls with a flappy red chicken on top of it <laughs> yeah. it's going absolutely buck mad it's great yeah. it's like the little red hen wanting to make um bread but to do so it has to grind down the skulls of its enemies <laughs> <laughs> there you go that's how that works anyway right uh leaving fantasy behind and into the far far future of mega city one so yeah we've got a whole bunch of uh new pre-orders came up for uh judge dread uh from the folks at warlord games um as they've kind of been focusing on the idea of like block war and stuff as we looked at last time we talked about them on the weekender 
this this is kind of here to kind of build on that i i, I see anyway uh so you've got a whole bunch of new city city def stuff uh, so these are kind of like your city defense forces so it's people who want to um play at being badasses but probably in reality aren't really that good at being badasses um so you get the likes of the city def specialists here carrying around their big guns you've got a medic in the background there as well and sort of like a, a i like to call him like a pencil pusher as well on yeah. the left there so the, the, the fat lieutenant <laughs> the fat lieutenant yeah mm. <laughs> he was worry, definitely never never fight a gun in his wall. life yeah but, uh, yeah <laughs> Um, so a, a really cool set there. You've also got the slightly more serious in, individuals as part of the City Death. Mm. So you've got the Jaeger squad there as well. So if you're looking to kind of infiltrate one of the blocks uh, and take out the head honcho, who's maybe in charge of some of the warring gangs, then these are the guys that you want to send in as well. You know, chomping down on cigars, looking looking badass in their big black bodysuits and that kind of thing. Uh, they might also be a bunch of arseholes, to be honest, as well. Probably. probably. Yeah. Almost on that is, after all, yeah. 2008 yeah. and Judge Red, yeah. <laughs> yeah so. Everyone only, are arseholes. The only yeah. question is whether or not they can get through the front wave of fatties who are just That's there true. to soak up all the ammunition. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know. if, you, if you potentially want to play on the other side of the uh, the, the coin, if you want to play as the, the gangs defending their blocks and stuff, hmm. then you've also got this set of um, block gang champions and heavies as well. So as you can see, a bunch of specialist weapons there. You've got rocket launchers and machine guns. Um, you've also got that big bruiser in the center with uh, just essentially a big club with a bit of chain wrapped around it, which I think a does massive the job, mutton really. chops. Yeah. And then if you want to sneak around, stabbing everyone in the knees, you've also got that Granny. little lady. Yeah. <laughs> got the little lady on the right there. I'm 102, you know. <laughs> and when you turn your back, it just shivs you. Take over my block, will you? <laughs> Yeah. So yeah. So you got Everybody's so noisy. <laughs> <laughs> so you got that set to play around with, and then no self-respecting uh, person of means would be going anywhere without a robo dog at their side, including it's, that very it's that funny one. Robo cat thing. Yeah. There. <laughs> that that seems to be doing a beaker. Me 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 me. Yes. Yes. <laughs> uh, so yeah. So you when got robo. When did you become their photographer as well, Jay? I've been doing it for years. It's good. It's good. It's good times. It's, <laughs> it's all about yeah, it's, mo motion. It's a sense of motion. Motion yeah, yeah. blur. That's it. Yeah. Ben knows where it's at. So this is their Robo Dogs. So you could use these for a range. Of, you could use them uh, as companions for your gangs, or you could use them uh, alongside the City Death Forces if you wanted to as well. Uh, drop them into the mix with those. There's also some slightly bigger kits that have come out at the same mm. time so if you definitely want to deafen and or chase everybody out of the local area then you have the access uh access to a, a sonic cannon emplacement mm. um, which i think probably do the very job. low yes. frequency watch everybody just noise. foul themselves yes yeah brown noise all the way it's... or just justin bieber songs oh yeah well, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> either which is what they come to uh deserve when they're exactly. kicking off in a block war yeah uh there's also if you want if you want to be slightly more brutal i say slightly there's also the city death spit cannon which does what it says on the tin it mm. spits bullets at the enemy uh and reduces them into bloody pulp as you might have guessed we've uh, all seen don't... dread exactly yeah uh don't necessarily need any training with one of these just mm. point and shoot <laughs> very much so and away you go uh, so a pretty awesome. I, I love that there's just the mound of bullet casings underneath it, which I think is just so cool. <laughs> yep. Let's keep opening uh, up those boxes. Just have exactly. city defenders shuttling more and more boxes to there until yeah. it all goes away. Yeah. And uh, then, to the 13th floor. 
capping things off we also have the justice department rolling in as well so if the city death can't handle things send in the judges and uh, they get the pat wagon which you can see there which is a big piece of kit uh, with a big gun on the top of it and a couple of extra guns underneath that as well Uh, so if you wanted to load up a bunch of criminals or indeed uh, disgorge a band of very very angry judges into the heart of the enemy this is probably the way to go uh, and keep the peace, as it were, on the tabletop. And you've got some options there as well. So some really nice stuff there if you're diving into Judge Road a little bit deeper, maybe playing out some of those big block war campaigns. You've uh, got the options to play around with a bunch of additional stuff now. Um, and in their new material as well. So a lot of it's uh, the Warlord Rising Plus and stuff. So, you, so, you know yeah, what great. the most tragic thing is? Mm-hmm. I started looking at this, going, oh, I love that. And then I went, oh, look. They've got stacks of bricks, a scattering. <laughs> I wonder if they're selling those. That's where my mind went. It drifted away from the really cool vehicle. Yeah, yeah. Oh, don't worry about. Don't worry about the judge's massive hover tank. Look yeah. at this stacks of red bricks. Oh, I wondered what can I do with that. I wondered that direction too, but I didn't say anything because I was sitting thinking, do they still build shit with bricks? <laughs> In the future, who knows? Who cares? Yeah. Doesn't matter. Don't it's worry about stuff, it. Maybe, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, fantastic looking set of stuff. I'm looking forward to playing Block War because um, I know it I sounds a bit, really cool. Played a bit of Dread anyway. Um, and Paul has uh, picked up the Block War stuff, so oh, I imagine we're going to be playing that in the not too distant future. Uh, and it's cool. always good fun watching two blocks riot. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so mm-hmm. this you're, you're showing you're about. showing your Northern Irish there going on about rioting and bricks. <laughs> <laughs> no fish bite hooks. Northern Irish people riot. That's how it goes. This is how the game is played. It's a national right. pastime. Yeah. <laughs> right. Ignoring that. Uh, Outremer, over the sea. Yeah. So uh, if you're interested in diving into a little bit of Crusader action, uh, then you're going to be able to pick up the new supplement um, that uh, Jerry just so wonderfully pronounced there, mm. um, which Uttremere. is now available from uh, Footsaw. Um, and also the folks at uh, Warhost as well. So uh, they've put together the new supplement that allows you to take your games of the Barons' War away from the fertile green of England and Europe and uh, across the world to the Middle East, where the Holy Orders and the Military Orders and the Templars and everyone else in between will be going up against uh, the Islamic forces under the, uh, the, the guidance of their mighty warlords and stuff. Uh, fighting for control of the Holy Lands. Um, so a lot of people will remember that this came to Kickstarter uh, mm. not too not too long ago, uh, and now it is fully available at retail with an absolutely metric ton of oh, miniatures. Man. Oh, those Templars are very cool. Although Boo Templars, sorry, Templars. Templars are great. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm all about the Hospitlers, man. Hospitlers yeah. all the way. Uh, there's also, you know, there's, they've basically covered every single um, element of the sort of the war for the Holy Land that you could want, really, with uh, your Islamic forces led by your commanders, as you can see there, spearmen and stuff fighting alongside them, all of your knightly orders, as uh, as Jerry was looking at there as well, and you've got your pilgrims as well to protect on the road, so you wanted to throw them into the mix, you can do. Uh, so yeah, a, a real cavalcade of options for those people who want to dive in and have some fun with the Barons' War, but in a very different setting, really. Hmm. Uh, and uh, yeah, so. well, I mean, obviously you could just use it as the generic Crusades of that period, but well, yeah. the, but yeah. then there was the Barons' Crusade, 
that yes. came yes. off from the Barons yeah. War. So some of the people that you can already buy for the Barons War then went on a crusade. So you can use those miniatures alongside these uh, with yeah. the Holy War. They're back. not faring too well in uh, Old Warwickshire. Send them, yeah. send them across the yeah. sea. <laughs> I think you can get a Turkopole as well. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. A type of fighting that was so good that the West just went, you know what, everybody needs to be doing this. Let's <laughs> let's bring that back to uh, Europe with yeah. us. It's uh, it's worth having a look through their web store link that I've got there as well, mm. Jerry, because there is just yeah, there's more there's, stuff. There's, there's, too, there's much so to, much. too much to show. I assume you've already been on this web store then, Lloyd? <laughs> I did have a peruse about it because I was liking this on Facebook as well. Yeah. <laughs> and it popped you know, up. I was like, ooh. Everybody likes this. Why would you not like it? There's just so much cool stuff in there. There you go. You can get that guide separately if you miss out on the free one from the, the rule set. Yeah. I'm I really, like I'm really interested in the Forces of Islam, actually, yes. I've, yeah, I've yeah. got a set already from Footsore from years ago for Saga, um, but this would allow me to obviously expand uh, that oh, force into mm. a much much larger set and it's always nice horses as well from the guys Let, at footstore so. let's see let's see the the oh, mamluk mamluk that's the water that's what i'm looking for the mamluk champion yeah no no the cavalry oh the cavalry yeah the cav to right far left there you go that's the one <laughs> i'll look at both of them since i'm here she can't stop me so oh. medium calf and then here's your elite slave calf so Lloyd's going to end up doing a big order later. So, yet. <laughs> Don't worry about it, Lloyd. I'll be there for you. Ooh, Naptha, because I didn't have any Naptha. That's handy for Saga, because I didn't. You know. Anyway, well, right. What are, the, what are some basically petrol Fire bombs? Pot? Petrol Fire bombs, pots? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Greek, Greek fire. Yeah. And look at shields. Look at shields as well. Look at right, separate shield sets. Dustbin lids. Oh, of course, yes, yes, they do have separate shields. Yes, is that what you're after? You're after more shields for your gaming. Yeah. Not that I need any, but I'm no, just saying, very bottom, very, right down yeah. the very bottom. I spied them. Keep going. Look, shields. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, <sighs> fish bite hooks. People know how to throw petrol bombs. And Lloyd, Lloyd loves the shields. <laughs> right? Yeah, whole tons of fun there uh, yeah. in medieval Hulilands. Yeah, definitely. Mm. Go and check it out. Right, one final bit of news. Yeah, so final bit of news. So this is the first week of the Berlin German releases for those people diving into Flames of War. Um, if you're looking to sort of fight out that sort of late war period as the Germans try and hold off attacks from both the, the West and the East, uh, then you're going to be able to pick up the new uh, supplement that will allow you to build up your different forces to play out um, those battles, which I think is kind of cool. Um, alongside the uh, new book, there's also going to be the uh, sort of new starter force for the Germans. So if you want to get a head start with a lot of armor, then you have the option to do so. This comes with uh, Panthers, Panzer Fours, Herzers, Panzer Twos, Tiger Two, a Wesp, Vespi. and also the a Vepi. Vepi? Vepi. Vespi. There we go. Wasps. I'm going to say a Wasp. Yeah. And also the Panzer Grenadier training platoon, although I think it's probably a little bit late to be training. But there we well, go. Well, <laughs> assuming assuming they're basing it on the the tank training or the tank demonstration company was the Panzer Lair, right? And the Lair were going to it was going to be the standard German force for the rest of the war, um, and so they were the best kitted out. All the infantry had half tracks, all that. You know, it was very here's how this is going to work. Yeah, uh, and then they did a couple of. Um, 
of uh, battalions or a couple of regiments and then got absolutely steamrollered in a D-Day. Uh, so they never got a chance to roll out the idea. Awkward. But but that, yeah, so it was going to be, this was going to be the standard sort of, here's what you're going to be looking at as yeah. far as uh, infantry and, and armour combined goes. Uh, mm-hmm. Although in this case, this this looks very similar to when they, they did Defence of Berlin. Um, you could have really hodgepodge squads so, you know, you could have your very early war um, Hetzers, I don't call them Hetzers, not technically Hetzers, but anyway, Hetzers, and then you're like a little tiny Panzers, uh, possibly Panzer II, uh, alongside the big Panzer IV and the Panthers, and you just have these desperate armour of whatever they could find yeah. to try and defend uh, Berlin as Pretty they much. got topped and tailed by and the stuff, Soviets yeah. and, and yeah. allies on the other side. Mm. So, yeah, interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what's in the book as well. Uh, yeah. I had I had the third edition um, book and and I liked I liked the the weirdness that you would see where you'd have these you know Waffen Trigger but then you'd also have the the sort of the remnants of uh, SS regiments sort of hanging on for dear life at the zoo and and that sort of yeah. thing so you had these it, really uh, distinctive unique um, force lists. Yeah, you could, you it, could it, it, I think so. I was looking through it. It's, it's got options for building the Panzer Battle Group, the Klauswitz Panzer Tank Company, the Klauswitz mm. Stug Assault Gun Company, and the Klauswitz Panzer Sturm Company, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff as well in there as well. In terms of there's a heavy tank training company, the tank training company that we just saw, uh, the Berlin Fallschirmjäger Company, and also the Berlin Battle Group in there. Uh, and then there's also ex- expanded night fighting rules in addition to a couple of missions and. Which explains why the infrared vampire system is on top of that um, half track at the back. Yeah, it should should also be noted that the starter force comes with a uh, rule book in there as well uh, and all the stuff you need to get started. So if you're kind of interested in Flames of War but you've not really tried it before, you can pick up one of these starter forces and then just buy, for example, that Berlin book. Mm And then, well, you don't need to, but you then you'd have everything you need to play because you've got all the unit cards and everything that come with Yeah, they'll all be in there. And and away you go. Uh, And all of this available over on store.ontabletop.com. Swing! I'm going to have to have a look at that myself because that might be a a nice box for my train layout. Perfect, yeah. Yeah. Uh, It should also be noted that there's a couple of additional card packs coming out as well. So if you're looking to um, theme your forces narratively, then you'll be (laughs) able to pick up the new command card set. Um, So this is the kind of way for you to kind of give character and narrative to your force you can turn sort of unnamed officers into actual characters from the period and actual real people from the period, not mm-hmm. characters, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff as well. So if you want to tightly theme things, you can. And then the unit card selfishly comes with all of the unit cards that you're going to need yeah. for everything that's coming out for Berlin German as well. So, yeah, very cool. And I have clean ones that they haven't driven over. No, you have yeah. to have dirty ones. Because <laughs> it's late war, so it has to be dirty. So Everything's dirty. <laughs> I yeah. remember there's, there was a list where there was a squad of... Um, Tigers, Tiger Ones, that was built or reconstructed, shall we say, from various knocked out Tigers. So it was like a budget price unit of Tigers right. that you can have for your late war list. <laughs> so, you know, when you normally can't field five of them, you can field five of these because it's got the turret of one stuck onto the hull of another from, you know, and they were just sort of cobbled together and then pushed out the door. And they, they break down every they five break minutes. break down right? every five yeah. minutes. <laughs> absolutely rubbish. Uh, but it's great to put them on the table and watch your opponent yeah. go, how are you affording you, those? What? Yeah, because you get to call yourself the Tag King. Oh, my God. 
Carol Baskin. Badger oh. King's not amused. <laughs> no, he's not. Right now. No, no, I am that's, not. That's enough of the news. Uh, we should be right back in just one moment to finish off the show. All right, we are back, and it's time to take a look at some 3D printing. Here's the shiz. Yeah. That's what they tell me. Although I am prone to mispronouncing that shiz bit. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, we're going to be looking at something a little bit uh, a little bit small today, but mm. also pretty big if you're looking to dive into a, a new game. Uh, so one page rules. <laughs> going to be looking at something pretty small. We're always looking at small things well, on that's here. That's true. That is true, yeah. <laughs> Uh, but one page rules who a lot of people will know do grim dark future <laughs> and age of uh, fantasy and a whole bunch of skirmish games and everything like that have updated their uh, quick start sets for both games so that you can dive into uh, playing them <coughs> utterly free so you don't have to pay i'm just gonna say that again utterly free you don't have to pay anything for these you get two solid armies or two sort of like skirmishy forces for both of the games, and away you go. Well, I don't think I've absorbed what you've just said to me. What do you get? Free miniatures. You get free miniatures. Free admittedly, you have to admittedly, admittedly you have to paint. You have to print them, uh, yeah. <laughs> but they are free. Um, so, so what? Uh, you get a PDF, an STLs. So yeah. So inside each of the sets, you get the two different sets of miniatures. So for example, with the Grim Dark Future one, you get the Dynasty Warriors, which are kind of not the Koei game, <laughs> but uh, are your set of sort of like uh, Imperial Samurai Warriors from the far future going up against the uh, Robot Legions mm-hmm. um, that you might uh, might know from some of their previous releases on Patreon and stuff like that. You also get um, terrain elements and that kind of stuff as well, alongside as Jerry's showing here um, the uh, the uh, the rule books and everything like that, PDFs and that kind of thing. You also get 2D files for the miniatures as well. So if you don't have access to a 3D printer, you can just use your normal printer at home to print off your little sort of cardboard standees and use them in your games, standees. which I think is a nice little addition to uh, to this little set. So, you know, you can sort of try out the game yeah. before you buy kind of thing, which is always, which well, is always good. They've always done this. They've always done yes, they have, yeah. 2D mm-hmm. Um armies for free uh, mm-hmm. but the the fact that they're now doing the 3d stls, 3D STLs yeah. is, um, is a big step forward a, yeah I'm, interesting I'm, I'm confused if you get all this for free what is there to buy all the rest of the other things that they mm. create <laughs> so i mean well, so, well yeah. myself and shay played well actually shay played paul while i stood over the top of them like some sort of <laughs> evil evil god forcing them to play for my entertainment um so you can get the rules themselves uh for free however mm-hmm. if you sign up to the patreon you can uh get like an expanded yes. rule set that yeah it doesn't include anything that is required to play but it's supplemental so additional mm-hmm. scenarios um additional like psychic rules and bits and bobs to it but the the core rules and all the army lists are all available for free in perpetuity anyway yeah. uh, all you're doing is getting some icing on your cake yeah you're getting more than one page rules yeah. yes <laughs> yeah the, the other bonus obviously is that these then these give you a starting point but they're by no means the the breadth the depth mm. of what they actually have for these different factions so the dynasty warriors and the robot legions and stuff are vastly expanded with loads of additional miniatures and war machines and that kind of thing that you can go and get as part of 
you know, my mini factory and, and all that kind of thing uh, from uh, the folks at One Page Rules. For the other side of things as well, oh, it should also be noted that this works, that those sets work for Grim Dark Future and also their skirmish game Firefight. Yep. And similarly, the fantasy version, all the miniatures and stuff there, and the rules are included for playing Age of Fantasy, but also their skirmish version, which is just called Skirmish as well. Hmm. Uh, and this one comes with the Saurian Warriors. So if you're looking to play as kind of like lizard men and stuff, you've got those options. And then you've also got the mummified undead. So you're dry undead, as Jerry would call them, not wet undead. (laughs) Dry undead, worst. I hit sand. It's coarse and it gets everywhere. everywhere. (laughs) Uh, So, yes, you've got some. And it's interesting to see the start set not feature any essentially kind of like humans, if you know what I mean, which I think is kind of cool. They've gone for some of their sortly, their sortly, um, quirkier armies and things that they've done in the collection. If they'd you... stayed on Tantooine, there wouldn't have been a Luke and Leia then. No, that is true. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Not not necessarily missing out. Just saying. <laughs> they lived a normal life. <laughs> they lived a normal life. Well, considering, <laughs> uh, you know, apropos of nothing, considering that uh, Count Dooku left the Jedi Order, clearly yeah. it wasn't illegal to leave the Jedi Order. No. She was royalty on the boo. All she had to do was turn around and go, you know what? Why are we hiding? You leave. We go back home. We live like millionaires. We we Harry and Megan this. Yeah. We just get out of town. <laughs> and that would have saved the Jedi Order. It would have saved everything. Yeah. They could have had a, a much happier life. Anyway, what are we looking at? He would have been thing. the chosen one. He wouldn't have yeah. even got to keep his stupid little rat tail and his, uh, and his, yeah, well, his lightsaber. Presumably, he didn't want that to begin with. Yeah, so, so this is so this is one of the little geckoid like uh, tiny lizards yes yeah yeah um so yeah so all of them come pre-sported and stuff as you can see here so they're ready to be printed off at home at, as you as you like it really essentially so yeah and as you know shay you've is played it, a little you've, you've played a little bit of grimdark future and stuff you say it's pretty good and things so yeah is absolutely there, yeah is there any shooting in the fantasy version well oh, yes yeah. there are bows and things like that as well yeah. bows and blowpipes and slings is there any sort of gun of any sort in the fantasy version there can be guns yes i think so the rat men have them and stuff yeah well yeah uh, rat, rat men, men get sniper rifles and muskets and yeah, stuff yeah jazeels and the like and the humans can have black powder weapons so you can have your pistols and your musketry if if you want that why why what are you thinking what? i'm still trying i'm just thinking about my recruit because i'm like because when i look at them i think you know the recruit guns are very sort of they're almost musket musket looking yeah they they kind of look at it and go you know what you could just be a fantasy or me that is true yeah if i don't put anything too technological into you yeah exactly so i'm just looking for something to map them onto it's a brave new world they 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 could be those sort of big uh, arabian jazeels you know with all Mm -hmm. the intricate Brasswork, metal etching on the sides of yeah. them, set up a mountain, taking pot shots at pod racers yeah. as they go flying yeah. past. Yeah. Sorry, mixing anyway, streams again. Yeah, those those two sets utterly free. No reason not to go and have a look at it, read the rules, download all the miniatures and stuff. Maybe, maybe get some, you know, some scissors out and start playing around with the two D miniatures, or if you've got a three D printer, set that up to run over the weekend. Have some fun. If maybe. you already have any science fiction or fantasy army, yeah. And I think, Most I, I think it yeah. would be tricky for you to find something you own that you can't use in either yes. of those games. Yeah. So, um, can we look at the sci-fi minis just before we move on? Can we? Mm, can I we? might be able to. It requires me to download them. Let me oh. see if I can download one. <laughs> what, 
what would you like to see as far as the sci-fi minis go then? One of the robot-y looking things. One of the robot-y looking Why things. Why is it makes everything so complicated? Because yeah, I want to see one. We've seen a lizard man, but you know, once you've seen one lizard man, you've seen all lizard men, no? He's like one of those kids. <laughs> their music, television, and their drugs. So I need to find a robot legion. I need to download a robot legion Pressure. thing. Pressure. While Jerry's doing that, I was going to say, have you had a look at the fantasy version as well, Shay, at all? I have, yeah. Me and my mates were doing a D&D armies for one of our campaigns, and we were thinking oh, cool. using that rule set as doing it on the tabletop. Yeah. So we were. It's it's basically the same as the sci-fi one, but we definitely What the right. feck is a D&D army? Well, because we, we do, we did Curse of Strad mm. as a campaign, and we were like, we could make our characters and build an army around them for the tabletop. If you know what I mean, yeah. So we had it. we had one of our guys who was a vampire. So he's going to build a vampire army with ghouls and zombies and stuff. That one, stuff like that. We were I like that. Though, I like that cool. yeah, yeah, yeah. We we thought it was a really good idea. There's oh. one of the robot legion. There you go, robot. Yeah. It's like General Grievous had a baby with Illuminator Zerus from the Necrons. There we go. So he's not supported though. <laughs> Uh, presumably the files in there are supported or unsupported. I have no idea about 3D printing, so I just clicked on things and hit download, folks. Um, so, you know. <laughs> I yeah, assume there's probably an option to yeah. get all, all one-page roll stuff comes either, they, they come above. All oh, right, okay. okay. Well, there you go. Well done, Shane. See, this is why you Someone who actually knows what this is. <laughs> <laughs> to keep us on straight and narrow. Yeah. It's 3D printing, isn't it? Mm, ah, it's that's, not, that's not going to cost 11 quid print. I don't know. No, it's no, cost eleven twenty four to print. That's way off. That'll cost you maybe a quid. Would it even? Uh, it says there that's eleven twenty four. So somebody's lying to me. Either, <laughs> either the three D printing you, industry is lying to me, or <laughs> Shay is lying to me. This is why I don't three D print things. Shay is pure as, as pure as the driven, driven snow. snow. He can't, he can't exactly. lie. So. Like <laughs> he is it's very grievous looking. Actually, now you yeah. now you've put that in my head. I can't unsee it. I think because then that means you could do like a, you could head. do like a terracotta style. Like paint or like a sandstone style job on the armor and stuff, rather than it being kind of metal with that. Sandstoney. Kind of cool. Oh, yeah. I see where you're going there. Yeah. yeah. So what they're almost I... like ancient contra or ancient constructs from like an alien time back during a fantasy world or something. Ba ba ba. I'm really annoyed. I'm really annoyed that Solo failed his film. Wow. Because I wanted to see okay. where Darth Maul was going to go. Like they teased him right at the end, and then we never have seen him not, again. Have you not seen? No, he hasn't. Clone no, Wars. no, no, I don't watch Clone Wars now. And you've not seen Rebels or anything like that? No, I just wanted to see him in another movie. Oh, so okay. I know action. he gets bloody you, spider legs and all that. Just, you wanted, you wanted ah, Bray right. Park just to get another acting job. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Through the guy bone. Yeah. Well, if the story of how Han Solo got his stuff wasn't going to be a big success, I don't know what is. <laughs> Uh, how do you get his name? How do you get his clothes? How do you get his gun? How do you get his ship? How do you get his co-pilot? Jesus wept. Anyway, right, enough 3D <laughs> printing. Let's take a look at some Kickstarters before we get completely out of hand here. Yeah. Uh, and we're kicking things off with one that's got a very short amount of time left. Yes, so you have to be quick with this one. So there is literally hours left from eventually when you're watching this, right? So Quick like a bunny. Yeah, so this is Dungeon Saga Origins, the game of classic fantasy adventure from, uh, I was about to say Mythic, Mantic Games there. Close. Uh, so this is the sort of reinvention, reimagining, revamp of Dungeon Saga. 
that sort of sets you up for a little bit of a prequel really mm-hmm. yes. uh, in the the world of Panathor where you take control of the original characters from the first dungeon saga in their sort of first <gasps> adventures into the darkness and the tombs of Panathor as they brilliant. go to deal with wet undead and a few dry undead as well so, mostly wet mostly mostly wet <laughs> uh so this is uh them essentially mantic taking the themes of um dungeon saga and just making it a lot better than it was the first time around not that there was anything inherently wrong with the first version like of the game that. uh but uh, this kind of like uh comes back at it and kind of mm. polishes the edges as it were yeah takes it some interesting things for this for people at home following along um first off miniatures are all one piece which is the same as the original however they've gone on to round bases specifically for casting Um, but there is still arcs Um, this came up in star saga Um, when they did the sci-fi version they had arcs um, but they had them on round bases it works fine however i will be cutting all mine off because all of these can be used in kings of war and vanguard <laughs> so i'll be doing that they'll all be going on to squares as soon as jerry gets them home um bring out the knife of 100 bring out the knife however um it is also going to be we said it's a prequel it's a prequel to the dungeon saga storyline if yeah. people have played that before if you haven't don't worry this is essentially starting yeah. point zero um, you don't have to play the original too don't have to play the original right. it is streamlined and set for getting families getting kids involved it, it, essentially it's you know a hero quest for a new generation here's a, a jumping off point but what matt uh, was saying um who's the, the lead designer on, was um, this will be what they're going to iterate forward. So when they come to do campaigns and character progression and stuff like that going forward, it will all spin from this. So while this is going to be just a very neat little, here's your starting point, um, it will be what, what they'll use. So it, it will have the expansions, it will have the character progression, the leveling up. There are things like legendary items, as you can see there um in the game already so you've got a bit of character building and character progression but not the in-depth sort of character building that they had in the original um which is nice this is what i really want to talk about though because there are limited time left currently french german have both been unlocked at the time of filming italian is three people short of getting a full Italian version. <laughs> so when you come over here, if you're an Italian speaker and would prefer to have it in Italian, it may already be Get unlocked for you. Yeah. If not, you are they are so close to getting the full thing unlocked. Spanish also are close, but I think it's like two dozen people they need at the time right. of filming. So if you're after a foreign language version uh, and you're one of Italian or Spanish and you're on the fence, you can sign up. You can even sign up at the ignore me because I've already, yeah, I have bought it. Shut up. Um, you can even sign up at the, the base, you know, $1 sort of level and, and essentially go, I would like the Spanish version. And then that will help. They'll count that towards it. Even if you haven't done the, the whole kit and go boodle. Mm-hmm. Um, but they've been unlocking daily characters as well. Yeah, so which is a, a, a change from their kind of the way that they normally yeah, approach yeah, them with stretch goals and stuff. But yeah. yeah, no stretch goal. There was only one stretch goal, which they've hit. Yeah. Uh, that was a digital app version of a um, GM, so you can play solo games 
there is already a solo slash co-op version baked into the rules. It's all there in its entirety. However, mm. you'll know because you can see the map ahead of you when you're laying stuff out that this room contains X, Y, and Z. Um, having a digital version means that if you don't want to know what's coming next, the fog um, of war, the fog of war will be revealed to you as you play. Uh, but <clears throat> the the base expansion is as per the original dungeon saga up against the undead. Um, so zombies, armored zombies, uh, dwarf revenants, zombie trolls, very filth, cool looking stuff. Uh, yeah. Ghosts and skelly bobs, both stabby and archery are all going to be in the original. And then um, in a same way as league of infamy and to a lesser extent, Hellboy, uh, big game tiles. So not your um, multiple tiles, you know, four squares, corridors, nine by nine room, blah, 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 blah. You know, so they've removed that granularity to make a faster setup. So you're not spending- Very hero questy as well. Yeah, you're not yeah, spending an hour saying. setting yeah. up individual board sections. You put down specific boards, and then you lock off places depending on um, rubble and markers and stuff as well, um, which yeah. I quite like. But really, the thing that's most sort of blowing me away is the expansions because- Three um, expansions, yeah. Three expansions right off the bat, and and by Christ, I'll be chucking money at these bonus figures because I think it's like 15, <laughs> 15 quid for the extras. Yeah. Um, so the Glimmer of Greed is- uh, is goblins, uh, little roblins, um, including things like the mob based luggets, um, which currently, if you want those, you're getting them in resin. Uh, now I'll be getting them in, in one piece plastics. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> and uh, they've also added to that bangets. So goblins running around the place with massive explosives that uh, they can just very plant cool. on people and blow up. Um, then Daughters of Doom, so Abyssal Dwarves, again. Immortal Guard, Black Guard, um, some creepy little... Like lava scorpions or something? They, they, <laughs> they are icon-bearing um, minions uh, yeah. for the Abyssal Wizards. Um, so again, really nice figures, really nice sculpts. These are all based off the, the Kings of War sculpts, but going to be one-piece cast in plastics. Um, same sort of stuff as The Walking Dead slash League of Infinite. Which is a great material from what they've what they've done in the past so yeah and and this the oh big my, one my lord the twiglet yeah. kin this is the first look at the twiglets um so these are <laughs> these are evil evil elves uh who have gone a bit wrong with the nightmare night stalkers sort of integrated into them and mm. this is the first look at the new army these are coming end of the year uh, as far as Kings of War goes, but these are the first sort of look. I love that. I still love what, the dudes with the shields. What the massive, madness like, screaming they are! Shields. So cool. S screaming shields and the sort of ethereal hands clasping yeah. the side of the head as horns. They're um, they're not right. Very cool. Also, yeah. reapers and uh, various uh, eyeball body horror going on everywhere. It's just <laughs> they're just not right. None of it is right. Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm on board for that. If you have a load of Mantic stuff already, that as far as previous Dungeon Saga or the train crates, um, you can pick up just the, the regular game without all the extra. Because if you've already got the 3D train, they're just doing a like a, a cut, cut price version where you can just pick up the, the game with cardboard components and then you can supply your own 3D train so it'll save you a bit of cash mm -hmm. as well. Um, the other thing that's really good about this as well, and it's something that you should point out, is there are 
things there are elements of this that are kickstarter exclusive mm. but the actual core game will go to oh yeah retail so you are still going to be able to see dungeon saga being supported yeah. in the coming years oh, and yeah. that kind of thing as and, well, and when they say there. kickstarter exclusive i mean there's one so melissa the halfling rogue is but um, some of the other characters and other models that are being added on aren't Kickstarter exclusive. So it's not like yeah. you're you're going to be going, well, I'm going to miss half of the game if I don't get it at retail. Yeah, so it's not like a massive FOMO yeah. thing or anything. So, so it's, it's also one of the reasons why they've been um, pushing the foreign language uh, translations. So that'll There's be a, a big one ranger. for down the line with oh a massive God. tash. Where's, where's his, where's his bear? That's what I want to know. <laughs> doesn't need a bear. You go to League of Infamy and get the dwarf who turns into a... Um, oh yeah, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, there's the bangets, great classic. Having those anyway. If you fancy a bit of fantasy dungeon crawling, um, if you don't already have one, or if you're looking for a way to get into sort of gaming with um, kids or non-gaming family, there's uh, Justin the Monk. Um, then <laughs> Dungeon Saga Origins is a, a good way to go. You can also download the rulebook or. Um, Blackjack Legacy video, played yeah. uh, a Let's Play of it as well, so you can see how the game plays with Ronnie and friends um, getting ahead of themselves. And uh, it's it's a a relatively simple system, um, which means that you're not having to worry too much about slowing the game down when you're playing with younger players. So you can just get in there and start kicking and um, taking names. And obviously, you've then got the the added levels on top of that where your plans around the table obviously mean a lot so whether or not somebody's going to go first or going to search an area and if you search an area in the wrong place and you summon a wandering monster then all of a sudden your wizard gets pasted over a wall and then they have to hose them off <laughs> which is you know terrible but, but importantly anyway. unlike normal unlike old uh hero quest and new hero quest actually you don't have to roll to move you can just move yeah it's fine. no so random you're okay movement. you're safe yeah none of that do any of these releases ever bleed over into kings of war oh yeah so like stuff that's in this box you'll have to buy the box together or will there be separates at any point um, they're selling you can't buy some that you can buy just miniature packs separately so i imagine some kings of war players will just yeah. put the one one pound or one dollar whatever the base pledge is and then chuck 15 quid per pack to get extra also they, they, they tend to do dungeon they've done dungeon exploration packs in yes. the past using some of the old stuff from the likes of the, the previous Dungeon Saga Dungeon and stuff, Saga so and I Hellboy imagine they'll do the same stuff. thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like I so say, the sculpts are the same and they match mm -hmm. size wise. Uh, so we may see those coming across. Currently, they're replacing things that had come out previously in um, PVC, um, which meant that you got one model multiple times in, in units. So they're they're getting away from that. So we may see these come across to replace those. Mm -hmm. um, well, time will tell. There's a whole bunch of new Night Stalkers on the way. <laughs> oh, I've spent so much on pre-orders. It's not funny. <laughs> anyway, right. Yeah, Dungeon Saga Origins. Hours to go, a day or so to go. Uh, get in quick. And like I say, if you're a foreign language wanterer, that's the word, isn't it? If you want something, you're a wanterer, then yeah. uh, definitely jump in and, uh, uh, and if, pledge for that. If you're watching, if you're watching right now on a Friday evening, mm. then you have plenty of time. If you're oh. watching on a Saturday morning, you should probably get a move on, but you'll, you'll still have some time. You can have your breakfast, then pledge. That's, that's, uh, yeah, <laughs> we're very good in that respect. <laughs> right, uh, our final Kickstarter, and one with a few few days more left to oh, go. Yeah. 
a few more. Yeah, um, is a Vikings Haga miniatures. Yeah, yeah. From so, Sally Forth. So this is from Sally. Oh look, Jerry's pledged for this as well. Have <laughs> <laughs> we mentioned? Shut up. <laughs> Uh, so this is from the folks at Sally Forth, who, uh, which is Chris Abbey, who's done loads of really cool stuff in the past. Uh, I love their Robin Hood range, which is mm-hmm. actually also available as part of this Kickstarter, which is mm-hmm. kind of cool. But this is them offering up a new set of Viking warriors that could be used in your historical games, your fantasy games, and pretty much anything, everything in between, really. Mm-hmm. Um, as long as you like Vikings, I guess. <laughs> One of the cool things about this particular campaign, though, is that... From the offset, you kind of think that they're going to be just offering up STL files for you to download and print, but they have three different options for you to choose from mm. when it comes to picking up these miniatures. You can get them as STL files, so you'll just be able to get them as digital files that you'll print off at home. You can also get them in plastic and, as Jerry has pledged for there, metal as well. So if you want to get your hands on proper, nice, hefty miniatures, you have the option to do so and everything that's available from you know the digital side of things is available in the other sort of um, materials as well which i think is a really nice way of doing things so mm. essentially Bollocks. they've gone how do you want to buy vikings what, sorry, <laughs> why what? did you drag me you put me in this episode on purpose didn't you i did yeah so you can look at crusaders and vikings <laughs> yeah, yeah. why would we not the, the interesting thing for me is um the plastic is co cast and i've heard very good things about how Sally Forth have done their CO cast miniatures because I know some there's a, a bit of dialing in required based on the sculpts and molds. Mm. I really want CO cast ones, but I can't not get the metal ones because it's me. Um, I mean, the, the metal mold? ones do look lovely. What's so. the mold line removal like then for the CO cast? The, well, this is this is one of the, the things where you get a, a mold line on CO cast, you can't generally file them. Um, trimming them off with a very sharp scalpel uh, or buffing them off with like wire wool or sandpaper works but in some cases it can burr up quite badly depending on the the mixture they've used for the plastic um which is why i, I kind of want to see the co cast and the metal side by side um maybe I'll, i might see if you can pledge for a second pack of the, the thing. they have like a breakdown yeah. of how the plastic gets come out because most of them are Not one away. piece apart from a couple where they've yeah. had to so like separate arms and things like that um, but I, I, I think I'm with you. I think I'd just go that little extra and go with the metal. Steel cast plastic is a super glue then to put it together. Yeah. Yeah. It's not, you it's don't not get styrene that, based. Yeah. So you don't get that nice mold or you don't get that nice the, join. The, with, the, the welded join. Yeah. 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 No. I have to fill a little bit. But well, it, it's not, not so much that. It's the, yeah. the strength of, of actually the melting the yeah. bond, putting it to, together rather than, but then at the same time, if you, Glue something badly and super glue you can stick in the freezer and break it apart again. But you can mm-hmm. see there that the uh, the pieces are limited and the joints are hidden at things like mm, um, which is good, yeah. Dividing sleeves, lines of yeah. sleeves and and the like. And I got sleeve sockets for extra strength too. Yeah, yeah. The thing that I really like about this stuff is that I I I see all of these as like being really awesome characters mm. to lead particular units or something or war bands in your games. But also I see this as being a really nice set of miniatures for playing out some of those smaller scale games where you maybe only have a handful of figures. Mm. So you want to have a bunch of very different looking Vikings 
you know, in different styles and outfits and with weapons and different things like that. So if you're He's looking praying they will like, get killed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So if you're playing the likes of things like Blood Eagle or Viking Age, which is the, the free game and stuff mm. like that, or Ragnarok, which is something more... Raven's Feast. And, and Raven's Feast and that kind of stuff as well, yeah. Mm. Dive in and, um, and and play around with these and use them as kind of like your entire warband, essentially, which I think is really cool. So yeah. And especially if you're paying, I mean... I mean, Jerry, you you had the early bird there, but I don't I don't imagine the actual metal one is much more than that, to be honest. What yeah, 14, 40 quid, forty for quid nothing. for an entire war band of yeah. Vikings and yeah. some extra stuff like running away monks and stuff. I mean, even <laughs> even, the, even the plastics, the plastics, so, 20, yeah, twenty nine, thirty quid. Get yeah. the lot, depending on what gets oh, unlocked. So the plastics are cheaper than the metal. Yep, mm. tragic, really, isn't it? A sign of the times. Some really interesting unlocks coming up as well, apart from yeah, things like the lots of new heroes and stuff. Yeah, yeah. but the, the heroes look great. And uh, quite like, and- yeah, it's quite good. He's got the same haircut as his father, so that's how you know that they're uh, related. So it's good. It's good times. Um, but yeah, interesting to see what the the actual materials will turn out like. I, I really want to. I've got some of their metals in the past, and I know the quality of the metals. I'm so close to getting to cast just because. I want to see, um, but, you know, kind of everything, I suppose. Uh, you can also get, obviously, the previous packs we talked about. The, the Legends of Sherwood. Yeah. Legends of Sherwood. Um, so if you want to have the uh, the evil thieves or the uh, the good guys coming along trying to stop them from thieving the all around them, the uh, valiant, <laughs> valiant defenders of the people of Nottingham, the sheriff yeah. and uh, and his people with Sir Guy of Gisborne there. Ooh, you can Gisborne. get them. So, I mean, any of the sets are terrific value because, um, you know, at that price, like four quid a pop type of thing, um, that's spot on for these yeah. days. Yeah. And yeah, Ian Lovecraft's a fantastic, fantastic sculptor that I had a look at a while ago when it was released, the second Star to the Right collection. So you two could have the... Uh, the delightful Mr. Hook trying to save the kids from that evil pan taking them <laughs> off to the death. Uh, Paul, Paul Pin going up against uh, Lieutenant Crook. There we go. <laughs> yep, yep. Whatever you say. Whatever you say. But yeah, really nice set. And they've done, um, I think, cards for Pulp Alley you can download for free on oh, uh, the Sally Forth website as well for the, uh, the second start of the White collection so you yeah. can you can play out the, the adventures of the darling children mm-hmm. but yeah there's just so much to offer in the uh, in the Sally Forth yeah. range and some really really spectacular looking character models as well so so in essence even if you weren't necessarily that you know that enamoured by Vikings just yeah. come and get some of the other stuff mm. <laughs> although I will have to say if you're not enamoured by Vikings why not? Who are you? Yeah. Who are you? Why are you watching this show? How are you <laughs> have to run? Well, we'll come after you. Zombie Hogwarts. <laughs> Zombie. Look. Yeah. Amazing stuff there from Sally Forth, mm. as we were saying. So, yeah. yeah. It's just uh, it's just so cool seeing it in three different materials. I think that's, that's a really nice way of doing things. So, yeah. And uh, it's. Uh, when you start your Viking army, Shay, would sure. that interest you? When you start your Viking army? I'm starting a Viking army now. Yeah. Oh, you, what? You you mean you had no plans? You're part to? of on tabletop, and you don't have a Viking army. <laughs> I don't know. Have I made you play Saga yet? I know I've made you play no. Moonstone. I mean, no, I, I can see a beard. Yeah, You've got, got a beard, don't yeah. you? Yeah. Yes, barely. So you're already one up on the rules. You get like first choice. Well, not against Jerry. Nobody gets first no. choice when it comes to Jerry. <laughs> Suck it up, people. 
how that one goes right. There are two weeks left on uh, on that Kickstarter already funded. You just need to throw in some more so I get uh, some of those unlocks in mind. That's how that one goes. Unlock things for me. Right, my work here is done. Yeah. We should be back on Sunday morning uh, for the XLBS. If you fancy listening to the other brother talk hobby with us, I dread to think how that's going to go. Uh, we shall find out on Sunday John's morning. John's there too. <laughs> yep, John is there as well. Oh, Lord. Lord's a lordy. Uh, if you're not already a cultist, you can join us for a 30-day free trial over on tabletop.com. Otherwise, Swing. we shall be at Salute next week. I'm back with you in a fortnight's time. Until then, enjoy your gaming. Bye-bye. Go ahead and check out our other content on screen now. And while you're at it, why not hit subscribe and remember to ding our dong. Go on, you know you want to click it. Go on.